one point where you just were like, I love my body completely. And I was like, fuck yeah, Claudia. I don't hip, 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 Welcome to Let's Hipply This, the podcast all about my new fun hipply language of love. I am your host, Claudia Williams, and I'm exploring tarry feelings and practicing hipply today with Brinley. Listen for the following hipply tools the temper tantrum one minute journaling technique, the inner peace self that is here to heal and love on all your parts, because what you resist persists. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm here today with Brinley, and we're going to be practicing some Hipley. Hi, Brinley. Hi, Claudia. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, so excited to do this with you. We're in Durango, Colorado. This is a live recording, so that's fun. And um, Brinley, what is feeling tarry for you right now? <laughs> um, tarry, guess I'm maybe not quite fully tarry, but there's some tarry. Oh, you're going to have to edit some stuff. I'm sorry, Claudia. It's okay. <laughs> um, I think what I really want to focus on is I have this beautiful opportunity right now to really focus on myself. And so I guess what is Tari is I have um, an up and down relationship with myself and my body and how I worry about um, conversations with other people. I get really self-conscious. I get social anxiety sometimes. And so I feel like focusing on that self-love will help with both my social anxiety and then some of the body issues that I (laughs) run into at times. Yeah. So describe what you mean by self-love. Um, just trusting myself and loving myself completely and for who I am, both good parts and bad parts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No bad parts. <laughs> so there's yeah. there's there's what's tarry for you. Yeah. Take my jacket off. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. Where do we begin? Um, let's. When when you think back, maybe when's the last time that this really came up for you? Like, what was the situation that was happening when you had that thought? Oh, I should love myself better, or I should be. Um. I th- I think. The physical aspect is probably a little bit easier part to think about is, um, and I've been working on this more, but I don't always have confidence in my appearance and it's usually in my stomach (laughs) or like there's certain parts of my body that I'll feel somewhat insecure about, but then I can walk away from it. And Mm. then that, or I'll have a conversation with somebody and then just ruminate over it later on okay so the ruminating that Mm -hmm. is the epitome of tar right yes you're having judgments about Mm -hmm. the conversation or about something you might have said really (laughs) self-conscious about silly things that the other person probably isn't even thinking about yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so what do you do when you're when you have those thoughts what have you tried um i love walking walking and bilateral movement are really Mm -hmm. positive experiences. So I'll take my dog on a hike. Um, I will also sometimes do yoga 
And like that also, that, that helps just everything. Um, I'll journal if it gets really bad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's one of the most positive things that I've done. Like if, if I can't stop ruminating, getting it down on a piece of paper and having it be in the physical world really helps to navigate some of those tarry thoughts that I have. Do you do like a temper tantrum journaling technique or have you tried that? No, I don't know what that is. Yeah. You just set your timer for a minute and for a minute, you just go absolutely wild. I'm going to do the biggest judgments, <laughs> all of it. I can't believe I said that. How stupid is that? Or whatever it is that you're ruminating on, just get it out of your head. I'm going to do that. Because that's the strategy time. that you're allowing it. Because mm-hmm. what I've learned in my all my coach training and working with clients is that what we resist persists. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to shut off, those thoughts, mm-hmm. they just keep coming back because mm-hmm. it's a part of you that wants attention and wants to be heard. So addressing it rather than pushing it away. Yeah. And loving it mm-hmm. and hearing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can you, do you mind telling me a specific thought that, that happened when you walked away or like from a just what kind of part? Yeah. Gosh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think they just happen. Um, I'm trying to think of the last time that I've had. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's uh, the worry that I've overshared. Okay. With somebody. And then I'll walk away from it being like, oh, I don't know if I should have told that person that that much about this scenario. And so like oversharing. Yeah. And so, I mean, luckily I have some really good people and Mm. closer friends that I prioritize certain conversations with. Yeah. Um, so that's helped (laughs) But every once in a while. What Brene Brown would call a vulnerability hangover. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You get get all vulnerable and then you, yeah, yeah, you have the hangover. Yes. And then you have those thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. In, in the Hippley language, there's an inner peace self. We all have this inner peace self that is connected to the divine. That is like our home base. Mm-hmm. And the inner peace self never has judgment and never gets triggered and is always there accessible for you to help heal and to help love and all your parts. So whenever you're triggered or in a thought loop or feeling tarry, that's a part. Mm-hmm. Carrying a burden, often carrying a cultural burden. So in this case, with the oversharing, you know, the part, the part is probably trying to protect you from something. Like that voice in your head, what do you think it's trying to protect you from? Probably, (laughs) definitely a part of myself. Um, Let's see, why do I overshare? (laughs) I think that's, in certain situations, I think um, trying to find, I think I'm trying to protect myself in the way of not being lonely and so opening up and sharing. Yeah, because you're looking for that deep, meaningful connection. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it's often two parts when there's sort of that fight going on inside us. 
So you have the part that is like, can't believe you did that. <laughs> you overshared, now you feel bad. And then the other part, that's po a polarized part. So mm -hmm. when one side gets bigger, the other side gets bigger. And that one's mm -hmm. like, no, we have to do this. Otherwise, I'm lonely. I want to have friends. It won't be real. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, I'm just putting words. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also what happens sometimes is that the inner peace self can blend with a part. Like the part can become so big that it takes over or blends with the self. Mm -hmm. And that's when you can go inside and find the self, ask the part to unblend. That's sort of the IFS, internal family systems theory. Mm -hmm. And we all have the ability inside to heal ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's coming up for you as I'm saying all this? Well, I'm just, I'm not totally familiar with the family systems. And yeah. so I don't know where I would fall in there. But the other part that I was thinking about is, yes, I do know that we are capable of providing healing for ourselves, which is a really empowering yeah. and beautiful thing. It is. Yeah. So if you mm -hmm. just take a deep breath in and find that inner peace. Hmm. And then see if you can find that part that's upset about the oversharing. Where does it show up in your body? Probably like up in, in my your head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's probably an overthinking part. Mm -hmm. as and well. then a little bit in my belly. In your belly. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. your gut, your intuition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So your inner peace self can pay attention to the part say something like tell me everything <laughs> what is it do like the temper tantrum technique just mm -hmm. let it go all out mm -hmm. and you can show compassion and love and understanding because mm -hmm. we're socialized to judge it and push it away mm -hmm. but that way it can move through mm -hmm. and sometimes heal spontaneously mm -hmm. you can say oh, of course you're upset you didn't want me to overshare <laughs> get it <laughs> Or something like However, that. However, did you start to make a connection yeah. without even realizing it? And you're focusing too much on yeah. oversharing. Maybe yeah. there was something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there was something that the person resonated with in that moment, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can also have a parts meeting where from your inner peace self, mm -hmm. you can lead them. Like imagine a board meeting or around the campfire while the parts are sitting there. <laughs> and they all have things to say, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And the part that says, no, you want a connection can talk. Mm -hmm. And the part that's worried about it can talk. And mm -hmm. just presencing, presencing it and being aware of it mm -hmm. is often all the parts need. Every Everyone just wants to be seen and heard and loved. Mm -hmm. So if we fight with it, that's when it gets bigger. Mm -hmm. And that's what I call tar. Yep. You're, judging, you're judging the part. Yep. Yep. So it's getting defensive. It's mm -hmm. like doubling down on things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we can um, also, like, parts can also show up as aches and pains in our body okay or as body image mm -hmm. right there's a part of you mm -hmm. that is judging mm -hmm. 
Yeah. What did you say? Your, your stomach? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the main one, which is so unfortunate. And I think a lot of like, I've, I've met a lot of women that can also relate to being so judgmental of that part of their body, but it's also like the most sacred part in some ways, because there's so much energy and like you can grow life there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty like, it's and a pretty awesome part of my body. Yes. It's capable it's of lots power of... <laughs> source and all of yeah. that. So it's unfortunate that I um, get frustrated with that part, but it's just doing its thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how can you show up with <laughs> love for, for that part? Yeah, you're getting emotional. What's oh. coming up for you? <laughs> I'm a very emotional person. I was yeah. crying over the third graders doing an Irish jig today. <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm getting to that point of ovulation where like everything makes me cry. <laughs> but um good. good. Hey, and that's part of things flowing and yeah. flowing through and yeah. being in the feminine flow yes i cry so, i cry very easy let it out like Crying over just, just washing your face <laughs> <laughs> yeah i cry over everything like the cutest yeah. things too so yeah <laughs> i get very emotional very easy yeah um so i would say there's a part that is carrying cult like all the parts carry cultural burdens Yeah. And I think the stomach is very much a female cultural burden we all carry. I agree. I have that same judgment, right? Like yeah. once you become a mom and you have kids and your stomach's big and there's this cult cultural expectations that we have a flat stomach. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't always used to be like that. No. Nope. <laughs> you look at <laughs> the ancients and those the old I paintings know. by classics like Rubens where they're all like big and, uh -huh. <laughs> and <Yeah>. healthy <laughs> and sexy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So knowing it's a cultural burden. Yeah. And your inner peace self does not carry cultural burdens. It's always a part. Yeah. So if you can find your peace, you can show up for the part and say, of course, you're upset. You want the stomach to be flat. That's yeah. how you're socialized. Yes. And it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay to want that. Yeah. But I like, I've always appreciated you. I remember, <laughs> I remember <laughs> on one of our river trips one time, it was just all of us ladies and it was so hot. I was just doing laps. Yeah. Um, where <laughs> I would throw my sarong on my hat and then just float down the river and you came and joined me. But there was like one point where you just were like, I love my body completely. And I was like, fuck yeah, Claudia. I don't know if you need to bleep that out. <laughs> Are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Sure, why not? Sorry. <laughs> I should have asked that before. It's okay. <laughs> But I just loved that so much. And like that, like... You doing that was a very empowering moment just to just Aww. I love myself completely. And I will say I didn't get there until I was way older. Like yeah. I'm in my fifties now. Uh-huh. And I didn't always do that, right? Uh -huh. I, yeah. I remember doing um let's see, Gabby Bernstrom's Judgment Detox uh -huh. book with the self help book club. And you had to come up with all your judgments so you can let them go, right? Sure. And yeah, my stomach was definitely one of those yep. judgments. 
And I still, I mean, I love my body and I still wish I had less of a stomach, right? I yeah, mean, fair enough. And that's okay. Yeah. Right? It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Mm. <laughs> and I loved that moment too so much. That was such a beautiful part of the trip. Oh, I love that trip. And I love being sort of the mama bear to all yeah. of you young women. It's so much fun. That was really fun. And yeah, and that's why now I'm creating Hipley and I call mm-hmm. myself Mama Hipley because I can Hibley. mother, like not only can I mother all my parts, my younger parts, right? Because mm-hmm. the parts are all young, like often younger parts that are ki- triggered and sure. carrying burdens as your inner child. So Mama to others and your inner children. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, which is awesome. I love it so much. <laughs> Good. And also... I make, you know, I want a present that it's just all like simple in theory and so hard to do in yeah. real life. Yeah. So there are IFS therapists out there that you can work with mm-hmm. and the listeners can work with. It's like I am not trained in IFS. I've done it for myself, but I know it's possible. But I want a present that it's not easy and simple to do for yourself. Sure. It's better to do with a coach or with a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. But I mean, it's something I've struggled and I go up and down with and I'm sure, but I've been really focusing on being healthier. And so that's been helping cleaning up my diet a lot more and then really prioritizing some sort of workout. And it's so hard in the winter. And I, I feel like, um, with some of these false springs we've been having have been just like breathing a little bit of life into me. <laughs> and yeah. So I feel like I have been starting to come out of like my winter hibernation where it was really hard to find the motivation to move my body and to have the energy to cook and eat healthier things. But um yeah, this new breath of this like kind of twinkling of spring has yeah, been very it's motivating nice out and mm-hmm. sunny mm-hmm. Mm. And so yeah i found lazy girl workouts and it's like very doable workouts that i can do that have been very oh yeah i'm nice. a big fan of making it yeah doable and <laughs> like realistic size and yep. realistic and uh-huh. baby steps All yeah of that so that's been feeling really good too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on that note, <laughs> are there any baby steps or anything you'd like to um, integrate into your life that will give you more self-love? Yeah. Um, or make you feel you less know, judgmental about yes. the self-love you're giving yourself or not yeah, giving well, yourself? I don't journal unless I'm like more close to... I wouldn't say, I work at an elementary school with kids and behavior. And so I use the word crisis a lot because it's applicable, but it wouldn't be crisis, but I I journal when I'm really, really down. I don't do it when I'm in a good space. I think, um, maybe doing some sort of gratitude journal thing that's a little more bite-sized and realistic and doable, just like the workouts, um, yeah. If lazy you, girl journaling, lazy girl journaling, <laughs> like just maybe have like three main points, like something I'm grateful for something I learned. Um, I don't know, just focus a little bit more on the things that are hipply. <laughs> yes. Focus on hipply uh-huh. 
And even just noticing when you're feeling tarry mm -hmm. right away and not mm -hmm. judging it mm -hmm. as much. Yeah. Because like, even like, I wonder if there's some judgment around having to have more self-love. Yeah. Um, prob probably, yeah. <laughs> just, um, I don't know, actually. Like, I think with the self-love, I think I'm kind of seeing this beautiful opportunity where my boyfriend's out of town where it's like, wow, this is a really great time to just focus on myself. And, um, but I mean, it's a perfect time to work on self-love. It is. Yeah. So what feels hipply for self-love? What are some things you can do for yourself during this time um, that you have? Be more mindful. So I, I'm very fortunate that there's a trail right outside my front door. And mm. I do hike almost every morning, whether it's five or 20 minutes. And I don't do this every morning, but this may be another thing I could prioritize is like a little four point check in. I used to do this with my roommate and she learned it from one of the wilderness therapies. Yeah. But it's how does your mind feeling or sorry, what's on your mind? How's your heart feeling? What's your soul longing for? And how does your body feel? And like just a very lovely four point check-in. Whenever I do that, it does bring a lot more. It's a, just like a very healthy meditation of in the moment, like what's going on, good and bad. And I've really been working on not being judgmental in that. It's like, yeah, that. Emotion makes sense. Of course you want to be on a beach right now. It's yeah. been snowy <laughs> so yes, much. I but love that. It was like sometimes like, oh, I wish I wanted to like, because I love snowboarding so much. But yeah. then there's some days where I'm like, I'd rather be on a beach than snowboarding right now. <laughs> and it's like, and there's like that Durango thing where it's like, no, you have to want to snowboard and be like the most. I feel you. The baddest, <laughs> the baddest been, one out there. <laughs> I've been powder chasing in a blizzard. And uh -huh. it's like, ugh, this is really not that much fun to sit in the blizzard on the no. chairlift. Yeah. But the snowboarding's awesome, of course. I know. Oh God, I just want a frozen. sunny day. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and like the days that I really want to be out there ended up not being snow days a few times. So that was kind of weird. But yeah, just like having that conflict where it's like, I want to be skiing and snowboarding so bad, but then... Part of me just really wants to be laying on a beach with a book. Um, yeah. And then like that's what my soul's been longing for <laughs> nice. a lot lately. But anyways, back to the hipley, being more mindful on my hikes and then making a point to touch base with myself every time I'm on one of those hikes Yeah, and making it more Beautiful. consistent. Yeah. Consistency Beautiful. with that. And then, um, And then connecting with the people that I love too is, a, I think, a big part of self-love as well. It's like it doesn't all have to be solo. I think it's really important to share and be a part of other people's lives. Amen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Yep. That, that. And more this, of that. I'm so happy we're hanging out. We're it's having been a hipply long. moment. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's it. And connection. Mm -hmm. And the human connection, that's like, mm -hmm. there's a new Harvard study out um, where they found that human connection is the one thing, the biggest indicator for longevity and all of that. Yeah. So deep, meaningful connections mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. without judgments. Yes. <laughs> yep. Very important. That's great. Mm -hmm. Awesome. <laughs> so what would you say is your biggest takeaway from our session today? Um. 
Look, paying attention to those tarry parts of me mm. and withholding judgment, but addressing them in doable bite-sized pieces. Beautiful. <laughs> you got and it. And get those hippie moments. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Becoming fluent in a new language takes time, grace, and lots of practice. I invite you to join me every week as I practice with callers and interview experts. If you like what we're doing here, please consider hitting subscribe. Rating, reviewing, and sharing this with your friends to help grow the podcast. I appreciate your support. And finally, if you find yourself in a Tari situation and want to practice Hipley with me on the podcast, please apply via email at hiplylol at gmail.com. Hiplylol at gmail.com. Until next time. <laughs>